Okay, Padma has asked one question. If Swadharma is doing what comes to you on its own, does it mean you have to do all that comes to you on its own accord? Swadharma can be understood basically by the spiritual beings much better than the normal human beings. See, normal human beings, they have got what is called as a... Their mind are tainted. So they are tend to make they are they are used to making judgments on few things. So even if uh, the Swadharma says that they have to take care of their old parents, let us say for example that is the case, they will ask a question: Why doesn't my elder brother do it? Why doesn't my younger brother? Uh, why does the younger brother have to pay so much money, and the elder has to pay so less, and this and that? So many questions are going to come up. And in the end, even after all the questions are there, still the person says, yes, it's my Swadharma that I have to take care of my parents. It is very simply, you have used your mind. That particular thing doesn't remain as a Swadharma the way it is put. It becomes a sort of a forced duty because you have started questioning it. Something that comes in its own accord and which can be done very easily without much ado, without even thinking about it, that which comes to us naturally of its own accord, that can be done, that would be termed as that, Swadharma. And everything that comes, yeah, it is coming without reasoning itself. The reasoning happens when your mind comes into play. See, when your mind comes into play, or sort, all sorts of reasoning is going to happen. So the person is taking care, if you remember, there is a very beautiful story in the Bible. In the Bible, the story goes that there are two brothers and the father, he makes a will and he divides the property amongst the two brothers and he gives them each half off. Then what happens is, the younger son blows up the entire property and goes and gambles and all sorts of wrong things he does and goes abroad. After all, his entire money is exhausted, he is returning back. The father is staying with the elder brother. At that point in time, the father comes to know that the younger son is coming and the father gets very excited and he says, I have to go and meet him. The elder brother of that person says, What is this? I have been taking care of you all my life. See? I am catering to all your needs and demands. And here this younger useless fellow is coming from abroad and you are going to go after him? What is this? And the father is very much excited and he goes and meets the younger son. As what we call as the prodigal son. If you remember, there is a story about the prodigal son told by Jesus. So, he goes to meet his prodigal son and embraces him and takes him home. And the story about the lost sheep is expressed over here. The father takes the lost sheep back and he loves him more than he loves the elder. The reason is because the younger brother did what came to him very naturally. He went and blew the entire money out. And then when the time came that he wanted to come for meeting his father, he came and he met him. 
when the elder brother thinks that he is performing a duty that he is doing what is called as a swadharma no when you start questioning it through your mind it is never called a swadharma it becomes a karmic loop it becomes more like a karma than a swadharma so that is a difference and that is what you should always keep in mind so now what we will do is we will do this chapter 19 shri sai satcharita i receive baba's grace concluded we had finished till 62 now we will take verse number 63 i will re uh, redo the two verses that we have done from 61 onwards and so for 12 years i remained at guru's feet he reared me as a child till i grew up there was no dearth of food or clothes and his heart abounded with love for me he was very image of devotion and love and had genuine affection for the disciple rare indeed is a guru like mine i just cannot describe the happiness i enjoyed in his company so for 12 years baba was at the feet of his guru oh how can i describe that love as i loved at his face as i looked at his face my eyes would be absorbed in meditation giving us both an experience of bliss to look at anything else i just did not know day and night i lovingly gazed into his face i knew no hunger no thirst without the guru the mind would grow restless except him i could meditate on nothing else except him i had no other objective he alone was my constant goal truly the skill of the guru is simply marvelous and my guru also expected only this he desired nothing more than this he never treated me with indifference or unconcern but always protected me in my trouble sometimes i was allowed to remain at his feet sometimes beyond the shores of the sea and never did i lose the company joy of his company he was looking after me very kindly see this line tells us that even if you are far away distant land also the guru is always taking care of the disciple that is very very important that you need to know because he is like that tortoise mother who is on the other side of the river who lovingly glances at the small babies on the other side she is gone over there to gather some feed for them so she the loving glances are more than enough for the small baby tortoises okay as the mother tortoise feeds her little ones oh here that is <laughs> given over here i did not see on a loving glance so was the way of my guru he looked after the child with loving glances Ma- mother accept it as a truth what i am telling you sitting in this mosque if the guru never whispered the mantra even in my ears how can i whisper it in you in yours love in the mother's gaze is enough to bring happiness and contentment to the little tortoises mother why do you make yourself so miserable i really know no other instructions the mother tortoise is on the bank of the river and the little ones are in the desert on the other side they are nurtured and reared only on glances so i say why persist in the futile effort of a mantra you now go and eat some food do not put your life in danger only just have steadfast faith in me and spiritual progress will come to hand you look up to me with single minded devotion and i will look after you sim similarly my guru never taught me anything else now please understand that 
every guru doesn't give a mantra so the mantra is given only by the lineage gurus the mantra comes right from the beginning of time even what happened in my world also was very funny uh, once upon a time one lady came and sat in front of me now she was new she had come for the first time to meet me so when she came to meet me she said you are supposed to give me a mantra i looked at her and i told her i'm sorry i don't even know who you are i don't know what mantra you're talking about now this woman was coming to meet me for the first time she had absolutely no clue who i was what had happened to her was the previous day she had a dream previous night i should say she had a dream and in that dream she saw me giving her a mantra now i don't know how she found out my address or whatever but she turned up so i told her i said madam i really don't know what mantra you are talking about because if my guru had given me a mantra then i can pass it on to you but i'm sorry i don't know you and i don't have any mantra to give only if the guru gives then the mantra has got purity and power in it so i told her now please go because i don't know what you are asking for so i shooed her away one week later she again turns up in my place and this time when she comes she says you have to give me the mantra because you gave it to me last night again and this time i welcomed her and i told her to sit across i told her yes yes i will give you a mantra so she was very surprised and so when i told her i said you know just for confirmation sake i am going to say the mantra first you don't say it okay so first let me tell you if you open it then it will not it will have no effect so i said this is the mantra i gave you isn't this the mantra that i gave you in the dream so she said yes yes that is the right one then she said i have a question last week you threw me out and this week you are giving me the mantra how is it possible so i told her you see a few days ago after you had left last time when you came my guru ji came and said there is this particular lady who is going to come and this is a mantra you need to give her so it came from my guru and he gave it to me and he told me that you are going to come again see i don't even know your name i don't even know who you are where you come from which part of this world you are from but my guru ji had told me that you are going to come here again and i am supposed to give you this mantra and that is why i am now giving it to you after that she sat down for quite some time and uh, then i taught her how to do that whatever that uh, rituals and all stuff that was required to be done but there was a very faint doubt in her mind she was wondering how i must i must be faking or something like that so i told her do one thing you go home you go and sit in front of your god wherever you have kept your gods and call me from there you sit over there in that place and call me from there so she went to her house and from there she called me sitting in front of this devgar and then i told her see 
on the right hand side where you are sitting on the right hand side there are these three murtis one two and three like this i said their order is not correct you need to put this one over there and that one over there and the center one should be like this and you please rearrange the whole place over there so she is asking me how do you know what is there in front of me i said isn't that correct what i am telling you that these are the things which are there in front of me and this is the negative vibrations that are there because see some now if i am used to eating from right hand can i can i pick up the food with left hand and start eating no so that, so that was the reason why the entire sequence had been altered so then i told her i said this is what you got to do and now you follow these techniques and this is what you got to do and i think my job is over as far as you are concerned and that is what happened with her so now you have to understand the mantra can only be given if my guru has given it to me and i am supposed to give it only if there is a lineage in it otherwise there is no point in taking mantras you see every person goes to some big guru over there somewhere you know uh, maybe 50000 people are sitting in front of him and that person says now all of you please say om and everybody says om and then he says namo then namo shiva then shiva i'm sorry that is not called guru mantra okay that is not even a kan mantra so don't even bother about it is not going to give any results it's like saying a chicken biryani in front of ali alibaba's cave is not going to open sir nothing is going to happen <laughs> you have to say the right mantra in front of alibaba's cave then only it is going to open so that is the reason why the guru mantra has to come right from top to bottom all right otherwise there is no point in taking it it is not necessary to know the elaborate means of knowledge nor is proficiency in the six shastras needed there should be a steadfast faith the guru alone is the protector and the destroyer hence is the great significance of the guru he is the very image of brahma vishnu and mahesh blessed is he all the three worlds who realizes the important position of the guru in this way when the old lady was instructed and advised the story was deeply impressed upon her mind placing her head at maharaj's feet she then ended her vow listening to the story from the beginning and realizing its total relevance to my situation my heart was filled with wonder and joy at the appropriateness of the tale seeing baba's leela my throat was choked with joy i was overcome by the profusion of love the excellent lesson was deeply imprinted on my mind on seeing me thus choked by emotion madhavrao said to me why are you so overcome with emotion anna sahib how is it that you have suddenly become silent innumerable are such stories of baba how many can i tell you really as madhavrao was saying this the sound of the bells was heard daily before the afternoon meal devotees would go and sit in the mosque and perform an elaborate ritualistic puja by washing baba's hands and feet with water by applying sandalwood paste and showering on him the consecrated rice etc thereafter bapu sahib jog performed the pancharati with loving devotion while the devotees sang aartis it is the in, it is indicative of the aarti that the big bell had begun clanging loudly heart desire being fully satisfied we too picked our way to the mosque the aarti was performed at noon by men and women together with the ladies occupying the mosque above and the gentlemen the open sabha mandap below 
Now, you are not supposed to do any aarti or any such type of thing inside a mosque. Mosque is a place for silent prayers and meditation, meditating on Allah. And here, in this mosque, people are doing loud noises. They are doing aarti, pancharatis and all those things. It's a very strange thing. Whereas, so just imagine the essence of this divine being, how, how great he must be. And then, with great joy, they would sing the artis at the top of their voices to the accompaniment of the drum beats and other festive musical instruments. When we reached the door of the Sabha Mandap, the arti was loudly in progress. The steps were totally surrounded by all the men who were crowded together, leaving no room for another to go up. I had intended to remain below until the arti was over, and once it was over, then go to Baba along with other people. But even as I said to myself, Madhav Rao, who had climbed the step, held my hand and pulled me up too, taking me straight near Baba. Baba sat on his own usual seat, smoking a chilam leisurely. In front of him stood Job, waving the pancharati and tinkling the bells held in left hand. Imagine this scene. Baba is sitting on top over there. You see, that, that was a Chauthara. Chauthara, it's a, it's a raised platform, okay? It's about five or six feet raised. And it's a big platform on which he used to sit in one corner on the left. The moment you enter, on the right hand side corner he would sit over there. In front of him was the dhuni. Behind him was the place where he, the dhanya and various other things are kept. And on that particular platform women would be sitting and downstairs all the men would be standing and doing this arati over there. And imagine Baba is sitting over there and doing, you know, smoking his chillam over there. Least bothered about what is happening over there. So, this is how it is. And then with great joy they would sing the aritis at the top of their voices to the accompanied... Okay, uh, sorry. Okay, Baba sat on his own usual seat smoking a chillam leisurely. In front of him stood Zog wearing the, waving the pancharati and tinkling the bells held in the left hand. Pancharati, five. Remember, we have the five elements, five senses and all. So these five senses, basically pancharati, five, pancha, panch. So these are like this. So you hold it like this, you know, one, two, three, four, five flames are there. You will see it in the temples. If you go to any of the temples, you will find the pancharati is there. That five flames which are there, that is pancharati, offering your senses to the Lord. That is what it means. Okay, and the joyous spirit of that Arti Madhavrao seated himself in front of Baba to the right and made me sit also facing Baba. Then Baba, the gem among the saints, the peace incarnate, said in a sweet voice, Bring here what Dakshina Shamrao has given for me. Baba, Shamrao himself is here and has given salutations instead of Dakshina. They, these, he says, are in themselves 15 rupees which should be offered to Baba. All right. But did you talk to each other? Did you converse? Tell me now in detail what you talked about. Let the tale of the salutations be. But did you talk to him? About what and how? Tell me everything. Eager I was about to tell the story, the arti was being sung very loudly. But I could hardly contain the great joy within and it flowed out of my lips unrestrained. Baba who sat leaning against the cushion now leaned forward to listen. I also put my face forward as I began to narrate. Baba, all that we talked about there delighted my heart. But among them, that one story about the old lady was really marvellous. As Shamra told me that story, I could see your inconceivable ways. 
इट वॉज एज इफ द मोस्ट सर्टनली कन्फर्ड योर ग्रेस ऑन मी अंडर द प्रोटेक्ट ऑफ दैट स्टोरी बाबा देन सेट मोस्ट ईगरली टेल मी टेल मी द होल स्टोरी लेट मी सी वॉट इज सो वंडरफुल अबाउट इट एंड हाउ थर इट कैन हाउ टू इट इट आई कैन कन्फर ग्रेस ऑन यू द स्टोरी हैड जस्ट बीन हर्ड एंड माई फ्रेश इन माई माइंड मोर ओवर इट हैड मेड अ डीप इम्प्रेशन ऑन मी आई नाउ नरेटेड इट टू बाबा विदाउट फॉल्टरिंग बाबा सीम प्लीज एज यू लिसन टू इट दस आई नियर इट नरेटेड ऑल दैट हैपन बाबा ऑल्सो लिसन वेरी अटेंटिवली एट वंस ही सेट टू मी कीप दिस केयरफुली इन माइंड अगेन ही आस एंथुजियास्टिकली हाउ स्वीट इज द स्टोरी दैट यू हैव जस्ट हर्ड बट इट इज इम्प्रेस बट इज इट इम्प्रेस्ड ऑन योर माइंड हैव यू रियली फाउंड इट मीनिंगफुल बाबा आफ्टर लिसनिंग टू दिस स्टोरी आई फेल्ट एट पीस विथ माई सेल्फ द डाउट द डिस्ट्रेस इन माई माइंड हैव डिजपियर एंड हैव फाउंड अ डेफिनेटिव पाथ आर नॉट योर वेज यूनिक सेट बाबा रिमेंबर दिस वन थिंग इट विल बी वेरी यूजफुल टू यू नॉलेज ऑफ द आत्मा बेस्ड ऑन वंस एक्सपीरियंस इज गेंड ऑन मेडिटेटिंग ऑन इट सिंगल माइंडेडली एंड सच मेडिटेशन इट सेल्फ इज द एक्ट ऑफ प्रोपिएटिंग इट इट अलॉन्ग ब्रिंग सेल्फ सेटिस्फैक्शन becoming first free from all desires the almighty dwelling in all creatures should then be brought to the mind the meditation would then be satisfactory and the objective of life will be achieved this is what is called purification of the mind when you purify the mind mind is carrying so many you know things left over thoughts feelings actions there are so many things that are actually there in the mind it has reasoning it has done so much of reasoning throughout the day think about it you are you are going through a process where the churning is happening continuously in and out in the mind but you need to purify it you need to bring the mind to complete halt dead halt there should be no thoughts in the mind that happens then all the desires in your mind i want this i want that will all go away once all that goes away then you have to focus your mind on to the divine now whatever is your ishta whatever is the ishta that you have whatever is the divine deity that you are praying to you can bring that particular deity in your mind alone just see the picture of that divine being now those who have a guru in this in uh, in this satsang also they they definitely can bring the guru's identity in front of them that means i am talking to mega mega you understand what i am saying you bring the picture of that guru in front of you he is brahma parabrahma incarnate so what happens is when you bring that particular deity that divine being in front of your eyes your entire mind body soul everything is being poured inside there as an aarti to him that is what it means offering that and that is meditating on that becoming first free from all desires the almighty dwelling in all creatures should be then brought to the mind the meditation will then be satisfactory and the objective of life will be achieved know that that which is knowledge incarnate or supreme pure consciousness or blissful joy that is my true nature so meditate on it regularly what is the nature of an individual that is the one who is the one who is the divine being he is full of joy that is sat chidananda okay knowledge bliss if this is not possible if this is not possible then meditate on my manifest form form that is there in front of you the form bring to the mind by day and night my figure from head to foot with all its attributes 
so you start from top to toe keep on looking at every different part by in, in your own mind this place is called the chidakash you can close your eyes and you can visualize in this screen over here inside from inside you can visualize over here you can visualize the beautiful eyes of your guru thinking about him going right up till the feet meditating on me in this way your mind will gradually concentrate so closely that the distinction between meditation meditator and the object of meditation that is tripudi will cease to exist for you so these are the three things the object that is there you are the meditator the object is the object of meditation and what you are meditating that in this way when the tripudi disappears this three things disappear the meditator will experience pure supreme consciousness this is the be all and end all of all meditations for you will become one with the brahma the mother totters on the other bank of the river her young ones are on the other without milk and warmth of affection it is merely the loving glances of the mother that nourishes and fattens the offspring the young ones are always intent on the mother they need nothing else they require no milk no grass no food to gaze at the mother in itself their sole nourishment the tender glance of the mother is always a shower of nectar which brings to the offspring the nourishment of self rejoicing same is the experience of oneness between the guru and his disciple no sooner has these words come from sai's mouth that the loud singing of the aarti also ceased with everyone proclaiming loudly glory to sri sachidananda sadguru you know that the verse which they say if you go to the sai baba mandir om sri sachidananda sadguru sainath maharaj ki jai you know other the entire thing the waving of lights and other ritualistic details of the aarti were over too and as jog offered lumps of sugar baba put out the palm of his hand to receive it on that hand jog very lovingly put a handful of sugar with an obeisance as was his daily practice the whole of that sugar lump baba then emptied on my hand and said if you bear this well in mind your condition will be as this sugar candy as the sugar candy is sweet similarly the wish of your heart will be fulfilled and you will be blessed with good fortune all your innermost longings will be satisfied i then made obeisance to baba praying for his grace and said this your benediction alone is enough for me please bear with me <coughs> baba said listen to the story contemplate on it and meditate upon it repeatedly when thus remembered and contemplated upon greatest joy will manifest itself in this way that which you heard with your ears if you store in your heart you would have opened up for yourself a mine of your own will and all your sins will be washed away when there is a fierce wind blowing the waves of the sea rises into the lofty waves that dash against the shores instantly breaking up into innumerable bubbles that appear as froth waves bubbles froth it is all these are different forms of the same water they are optical illusions and disappear when the wind subsides can it be said that these various forms that existed and are destroyed knowing them to be the work of maya their existing existing or being destroyed should also be treated as such so we are also called like that you know we are also called a wave rising in the ocean of consciousness human beings like you me and all we are all like a wave rising so can you tell where the wave has come and where it has subsided where is the water gone we don't know the wave has come you are like the wave you have subsided where is the wave gone you have no idea it is all lost in the parabrahma itself this is basically the concept which is there of the divine consciousness 
such are also the dealings of the universe the wise and the discriminating have no admiration for them they have no attachment to the transient but attain the permanent the importance of meditation is greater than that of knowledge but for that the right knowledge about the object of meditation is needed thus without a complete understanding of the brahma proper meditation is not possible see there are many people who have come and asked me can i meditate on something or the other i have told them don't even try all these things about meditation first and foremost do you have any idea what you are going to meditate on no people come and ask about kundalini and the shastras and various other things can i do the meditation on the heart chakra where does anybody know where the heart chakra is i'm sorry chakra chakra this is all foreign way of saying there is no chakra called heart chakra and they think that the heart is the chakra no then everybody comments is oh i was meditating on the muladhara then i was meditating on the sahasrahar sir if you are going to meditate on the sahasrahar you need not be alive then you should be going to the himalayas and maybe dead over there who knows that shivji must have come and taken your dead body away all for all you know sahasrahar meditation i don't understand who is doing sahasrahar meditation and then again people will say i was i was meditating on ajna okay fine what the hell are you talking about where is it where is it you are in between the eyes in between the eyes who told you that i mean who is the one who is telling you in between the eyes there is a chak okay i read it in this book on tantra mantra and tantra and all that you know what santra you very funny people they read some book and they think that you know in between the two eyes where it forms over there there is a particular place called this is the chakra okay fine and then there is a throat chakra <coughs> you can't meditate on any chakra do you really know where it is first so what you are going to do, take a physiology book or maybe go to some doctor and say okay doctor sir can you please show me where this chakra is maybe i can just put it in front of me and meditate on that you will become a doctor or a surgeon then you won't become some uh, you know realized being i don't understand i myself don't know where the chakra is by the way so don't even come i'll become a big chakra myself <laughs> so please understand till you do not have the divine knowledge you please do not try to meditate on any chakra vakra and all that okay it's of no use it is not going to help you in any which way suppose imagine you are pressing the wrong button you know what's going to happen no instead of the lights coming on the fan will come on what will you do you see the buttons are all close to each other you know if you go to a big hall and there are at least some 50 60 odd buttons and you want one fan to be put on somewhere just where you are sitting okay where your girlfriend is sitting and you want the fan to come on and you are putting tuck 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 you are going and doing that you know how irritating it is and the wrong button will come on and those people are doing something and the they will become like marilyn monroe what will you do so don't try those stunts because you don't know which buttons to push also okay so first and foremost leave this thing called chakra meditation and all these kind of meditations that a person does don't bother about it you want to do simple meditation keep an idol in front of you or keep the picture of your guru in front of you and just look at the face 
एज इफ यू आर लुकिंग एट योर गर्लफ्रेंड बोला कितनी सुंदर है तू कैसी अच्छी दिखती है तुम्हारे आँखें कितनी अच्छी है यू मीन यू कैन डू दैट आई डोंट माइंड यू कैन सिंग सॉन्ग्स और यू नो लव सॉन्ग्स और समथिंग लाइक दैट मे बी यू कैन डाउनलोड सम यूट्यूब वीडियोज एंड मे बी स्टार्ट सिंगिंग दो सॉन्ग्स आई डोंट माइंड एट लीस्ट दैट विल लीड यू समवेयर बट दिस चक्रा मेडिटेशन एंड ऑल डोंट इवन बॉदर अबाउट इट एंड दिस इज वॉट ही स्टैंड टू से don't bother about all these things proper knowledge is required if you don't have proper knowledge you are going to push the wrong button wrong button means light lagane ke bajaye fan lag jayega fan lagane ke bajaye aur kuch lag jayega don't bother okay hmm. so proper knowledge of the atma based on experience is therefore the basis of meditation it is also the karma or act appropriating the true self but how can you bring to the mind or meditate upon that which is without any special qualities i oh, this is the very f- uh, funny part brahma meditation okay and you are going to do that very fine where is brahma ji we are not talking about brahma vishnu and mahesh we are talking about brahma where is brahma don't know brahma dalega you will be confused so <laughs> don't even bother about brahma meditation and all that you don't know don't don't bother about it so he eludes us not there he is not going to come in front of you therefore the innermost self is god himself and he who is god is also the guru the god has taken a form called the parabrahma has taken a form in the form of a guru why you want to go to some place where you don't even know who is we are talking about this is not the slightest difference between these three when repeated contemplation becomes perfect and the difference between meditation and the meditator disappears then the mind becomes calm and steady like the lamp of a windless night this is samadhi when all the states between the meditation meditator and the meditated upon is gone finished all three become one that time it is called samadhi <coughs> free from all desires and knowing that he dwells in all living beings that nothing exists in this world but i when the state of fearlessness comes it is then the real self appears in meditation then the ties then the ties of karma born of ignorance begin to snap one by one the restraint of law about what should and what should not be done are shared with the joy of complete liberation is experience first all the six shastras should be searched for answers to the question does the atma exist or not is he one with the same or does he differ from one living being or another is the doer or non doer of actions i'll tell you one very funny story somebody is lying dead and the per- the one person says you know we are supposed to do this the other person says no 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 that is not the way you are supposed to do it. this is the way you are supposed to do then the third one says no 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 in my household it is done like this you know you are going to get you know, as many people that are there 500 people have got 500 different methodologies of you know putting the body to flames will come up if somebody will say you have to give 10 rupees dakshana somebody will say no 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 5000 rupees somebody will say no first you have to put one dotar lugda and all that oh my god you know what lugda means no you know <laughs> nine yard sari have you seen that nine yard sari oh my god and to wear a 9 year sari on the corpse is a very difficult thing first and foremost for a normal human being to wear is difficult and then you are going to put it on a corpse is going to be still more difficult okay so 
and you listen to all these people you are going to go mad and you will think i don't want to die now because these people are going to treat me like this only 500 different methodologies i'm going to go mad trying to think like this and here they are trying to put one one sari on top of me wow so methodologies may be tons you know and that is the reason why you should not even get into all those things only the one who knows it everybody knows over there <laughs> So ask somebody who has, who must have performed at least 100 funerals, that fellow's knowledge will be better. So you, so somebody is coming and telling you, na, you know, you are supposed to put on a nice cloth on top of him. Well, you have taken how many mayyats, boss? So you ask that person, <laughs> he will go away from there. One less food to give. Well, go there, get out. So, this is the funny part. Nobody knows and yet everybody wants to give uh, their advice. You do one puja in the house. You call your uncle, auntie, everybody and everybody. First you have to put water. Then you have to put this. Have you bought that tam? You know taman means what? That copper, uh, you know that uh, plate that is there. Okay. And then ghanti. The ghanti has to be caught in a particular way. You are not supposed to do like this. First we have to do the kumkum to that. What? I mean, so many rituals and everybody will come up with their own own fundas and formulas. Best is, why do you want to do it? Can you not do all that in some other place? Can you meditate on the heart alone, just inside your own being, forget about the rest of it? These rituals and things like that are going to make you go mad. Okay? How many agarbattis to put? You can't put one. God is a trinity. So put three agarbattis. And the other person will say, No, 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 you can't put three agarbattis. Three agarbattis, you know what? Three agarbattis should be put, if you are believing in this, this, this is God's. Okay, you should put one agarbatti. Oh, which one have you bought? Chameli agarbatti. No, no, no. Next time you go and buy the temple agarbatti. What? And you have to put dhupam like this, dipam like this. Okay, this has to be done. Even for a puja, they want to have hundred different way of... So next time, don't bother about all these things. What comes to your heart, just do that. What comes inside you, just do that and don't bother about all these people. Sir ke upar pani dalne ka, idhar pani dalo, aisa karo, aisa karo. Don't get into all that. You are going to go mad. First and foremost, you will go mad and your children will go more madder. You know what? They'll think, dad has gone mad and mom has become double mad. I don't want to follow any of these nonsense. So in my house, I'm going to keep the God outside. If I want to go and pray, I will go once in a while. Where they are giving free meals, I will go over there and pray. That's what the Americans do. They don't have any God inside their house. They have it in a community center somewhere and they get a lot of nice food to eat over there. So they go over there to eat food. I think that is a good method. Hmm. So, where are we? Hmm. First, all the six shastras should be searched. Correct, no? Yes, first, all the six shastras should be searched for answers to the question. Does the asthma exist or not? Is he one and the same? Or does he differ from one living being to another? Is the doer or non-doer of action? To experience the oneness of the self in all beings is the uttermost limit of all knowledge. Emancipation and bliss are really born from such knowledge. 
To describe an elephant to a blind man, even if you bring a skilled orator like Brihaspati, his oratory will not bring to his mind the form of an elephant. What is beyond description cannot be conjured by speech. Can the tongue of a speaker and the ear of a listener bring back the missing sight? No. Eyes alone are needed to see the form of the elephant. See, everybody has got their own ideas just because they have their own eyes. Okay. Suppose you are suffering from one particular disease. There was one particular story where we said, you know, that there is one particular island and everything appears upside down. Do you remember this verse? Everything appears upside down. Okay. So imagine that. So the person who is watching, he's got what? Some other type of a vision. So he will say, Tum jamin, jamin uppare, tum chal So doesn't it sound funny? Okay, because everybody has got a different set of eyes. Somebody has got, you know, what cataract, what how they will see. Somebody who has got something else, some defect in the eye. So everybody's vision is different. Now you tell a blind man how an elephant looks like. What is he going to say? Nobody knows. So that is the reason why don't even try. So that is why he says, you know, even if you bring Brahaspati from there and say, teach him this thing, he won't be able to. Without the eyes, how can the blind man have the experience of seeing the elephant? Similarly, one, only when the Guru gives a divine eye will the treasure of knowledge come to hand. That is the grace of the Guru has to descend upon you. Then only you will have the knowledge about the divine. Otherwise, what you are going to talk about divine? I don't know. So, Sai Baba is himself a storehouse of perfect, complete knowledge based on experience. And to know the nature truly and completely is in itself the act appropriate and meditate upon him. This is his true darshan. To obtain a total release from the bondage of ignorance, desire and karma, there is absolutely no other device. Have this firmly fixed in the mind. Sai is not merely yours or ours. He really dwells in all the beings as the sun belongs to the whole world. So also he does. Now listen to the words spoken from time to time. To general they are priceless. If you always keep them in mind, they will be fruitful and beneficial to you. Without a bond or a tie of the previous birth, nobody goes anywhere. Therefore, whether a man or a beast or a bird, do not shoo it away contemptuously. See what happens, you know, sometimes one, one dog will come and he will rub against you. And you are going to get scared. Don't worry, he met you in your last life. Maybe you were rubbing against him last time. And maybe you, you know, he gave you something to eat. So now this time it is your turn to give him something to eat. So you better give him. Otherwise he is going to come and do this again and again. Till you give him. But, you know all those birds which come. <laughs> all these birds which come. The crow will come and sit in your, on top of some place. And he will keep on doing. And you will say, what? What is this? What nonsense are you doing? Tumare purva jake baithe. The moment you say these words, you are also becoming a kawa, no? <laughs> if your purvas are kawa, you are also a kawa, isn't it? <laughs> so, be careful what you speak. So, without a bond or a tie from the previous birth, nobody goes anywhere. Therefore, whether a man or a beast or a bird, do not shoo it away contemptuously. Treat with due respect whoever may come to you. Give water to the thirsty, food to the hungry, clothes to the unclothed and shelter to the destitute. It will please God. When someone wants money and you hesitate to give it, do not give. But do not bark at him like a dog. Hesitation. See, if it comes naturally and you give him the money, then it has come from the divine source. 
बट द मोमेंट यू यू होल्ड द मनी एंड यू से देने का कि नहीं देने का देने येस दैट इज द प्रॉब्लम विच कम्स इन एट दैट पॉइंट इन टाइम वेन यू हैव डाउट्स डोंट गिव वॉट इट बट डोंट टेल हिम तुमको जाके काम करने को क्या होता है फुकट में क्यों खाते हो डोंट से दिस वर्ड्स ओके सो डोंट बार्क लाइक अ डॉग एट हिम अदर्स में रिब्यू क्यू इन हंड्रेड एंड वन वेज बट यू योर शेल्फ शुड नेवर यूज बिटर हर्टिंग वर्ड्स इन रिप्लाई यू विल एक्सपीरियंस अनबाउंडेड हैप्पीनेस इफ यू बिहेव विद दैम पेशेंटली दैट्स वॉट आई वॉज टेलिंग यू ऑल येस्टरडे ऑल्सो इफ समबडी इज बार्किंग एट यू यू आर नॉट सपोज टू बार्क बैक एट दैट पर्सन वो कुत्ता है तुमको क्यों कुत्ता बनने का है समझ में आया तुम मत बनो लिसन टू दैट एंड जस्ट वॉक अवे आई टोल्ड यू बुद्धा स्टोरी बुद्धा सेज इफ यू हैव लिसन टू इट देन यू आर रिस्पॉन्सिबल फॉर आई आई डेंट लिसन टू एनी थिंग आई जस्ट वॉक्ट अवे सो द वर्ल्ड में गो टॉपसी टर्वी बट वी शुड नॉट फॉल्टर स्टिकिंग टू आवर ग्राउंड फर्मली we should calmly watch the sport of the world break and demolish completely the wall between the self and this this then we shall have a wide pathway to go to and fro without fear the attitude of you and me in this wall between the guru and his disciples if it is not pulled down the state of oneness between them is difficult to breach you see the difference is always there between you and me the moment you have the difference you and me then there is a separation isn't it separation If the guru is your own, there is no difference between you and me. Then everything is thou, thou art, isn't it? That is the reason why you should always consider yourself one with the guru. There is no other protector except Allah the Master, Allah the Master, Allah Malik. That is unique are his doings, priceless and inconceivable. only that will come to pass which he wants to happen he will himself show his way this time will come without a moment's delay when our cherished wishes will be fulfilled by the bond of past births we have been fortunate enough to meet let us embrace each other with a heartfelt love and experience joy and contentment who is immortal here he who has made spiritual advancement has found fulfillment otherwise the creatures live so long as they continue to breathe As these gracious words fell on my ears my eager heart was comforted thirsty that I was I found water and was filled with happiness one may have unparalleled intelligence and even unswerving faith but to enjoy the protection of a guru like sai a tremendous good fortune alone is needed when the essence of this is considered when bhagwan sri krishna said in the bhagavad gita is absolutely true when he said in whatsoever may men approach me even so do i render to them the whole burden is on one's karma as your karma as it is the knowledge you acquire as is your sadhana so is your grain that means what imagine if you give one gali to krishna what are you going to get 100 galis back why you want to give him gali maybe you can say you know i love you then he will say 100 times i love you back think about it you see the whole point what you give is what you get in return so be generous be kind be sweet be kind and you know compassionate to people what will happen is you will get it back a thousand folds as your karma is the knowledge you acquire as is sadhana so is your gain this is the covered purpose of this chapter this is the nectar sweet lesson here to those men who worship me alone think of no other even those of those ever harmonious i shall supply all their needs and protect their possession from loss this is the vital significance of the bhagavad gita applies here too 
on listening to the sweet words of the advice the statement from the smritis come to the mind by sacrifice shalt thou honor the gods and the gods will then love thee if you remember these words we were doing as i said the god inside a particular place let us say there is a god inside your tongue okay now when when you are eating something you are going to get the taste of it isn't it if it is sour if it is sweet if it is whatever tikha or whatever so that god is giving you whatever is the prasad from that you are getting the answer if you smell or if you smell some very nice stuff or flower you will immediately know no oh this is the rose this is lily so on and so forth the identification will happen later first the god inside the nose will get all these offerings like that you start doing the press ups giving up all the worry about the milk from here i stand right behind you ready with the vati of milk but if you were to say that i do the hard exercise and you am your you empty glass upon glass of milk is satiated well such a thing i know not one should always be quick and alert in doing his own work very very important you have to keep on doing your own work don't give up your work whatever is the work that comes to you naturally please do it don't keep on procrastinating or you know kal karenge parso karenge don't do that know that he who considers this pleasure baba as the truth and act accordingly will have found a mine of happiness on earth and in heaven now once again i request the listeners that they concentrate their mind for the moment and listen to the tale of my own experience which shows how baba strengthened one good resolve listen to how maharaj encourages good deeds made in the regular practice by the devotee and confers his grace even without being asked for the devotee should however surrender to him single mindedly and then see the marvel of devotion he can thus experience baba's wonderful ways which are forever new as one wakes up from the sleep early in the morning if a benign thought arises in the mind the same should be followed up resolutely see here is what that uh, question which you asked the answer is there if a thought benign thought benign means without any motivation the thought has suddenly come to you follow it up with that thing in that day suppose a thought has come that today you have to do something do that don't get motivated abhi ye aisa karega to kyun hoga why why this why that why that the more you think about it it's gone so follow up resolutely these thoughts when nourished will make a great happiness the intellect will also bloom give pleasure to the mind this is an utterance of a saint and i thought let me experience the truth for myself to my surprise the actual experience brought great peace to my mind a holy place like shirdi is an auspicious day like thursday i suddenly felt that i should start a ceaseless chanting of ramna on wednesday night as i lay in the bed i kept my mind engaged in contemplation on sri ram keeping it going in my heart till i fell asleep as i woke up in the morning ram naam came to my mind with the rise arising of such a good thought i felt my tongue had truly served its purpose with determination i steadied my mind and after the morning ablutions set out for the morning darshan of sai taking with me whatever flowers i could leaving dikshitwada behind as i came from the buttiwada i heard aurangabad kar singing a melodious beautiful pada If I were to express the form of an OV the appropriateness and the sweetness of the original pada will be lost and the listeners will be disappointed these are basically the ten, you know the way in which poetry and songs are sung okay this is uh, the marathi way of pada and OV OV is a verse hence i shall quote the original is entirety letter for letter which will delight the listeners to know the message of the original in its purity I am blessed oh my my brother with the colirium of guru's grace now i trust none other than ram ram is within ram is without even in the dream i see only sita ram sleeping or waking there is but ram 
whenever I look, I see only the ever satiated one. Eknath, the disciple of Janardhan Swami, enjoys the purest, most holy experience of seeing Ram all the time wherever he looks. Janardhan Swami, okay. Another great saint, Eknath Maharaj was another great saint. The mind has already resolved to make it as a rule to concentrate on Ramnam and no sooner had I put the resolve into practice that I received confirmation from this Pada. As a result, a realization came to the mind that maybe this compassionate Sai Samarth is sprinkling the water of this Pada on the sapling of my resolution. Tamburi in hand, Aurangabadkar stood in the open courtyard in front of Sai and sang at a high pitch when I heard these sweet notes. Aurangabadkar was Baba's devotee and like me attached to Baba when he knew so many other Padas by heart. Why was he so inspired to sing only this Pada at this time? No one knew of the secret resolve in this mind. Why should he sing the particular Pada then? As Baba pulls the string, so will the inspiration come to the mind. We are all puppets like Mother Sai, the string puller. Without uttering a word, he unmistakably gives us the hand the best from the worship. It is as though my innermost thoughts were reflected in Baba's mind. In this way, he gave me direct definitive experience. Oh, how great is the significance of the name that the saint and the religious teachers describe. What more can a lowly person like me say in the praise? It is only through the name that self-realization comes. The two letters Ram chanted even in the reverse order uplifted that Koli and wayside robber so that Walia became the stage Val- Valmiki and acquired the Siddhi whereby the utterances came true. Uh, Valmiki used to say Mara 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 Mara. Mara means kill 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 kill. And it became Rama 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 Rama. See you say Rama Rama it becomes Mara Mara and <laughs> like that. So kill 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 became the God's name. Chant the reverse order. Chanting the name in reverse order as Mara Mara, his tongue was blessed by Ram even before Ram was born and he wrote Ram's life story. Ram Nam purifies the sinner. Ram Nam brings great good fortune. Ram Nam is bhajan undivided. Ram Nam is the means to attain Brahma. By chanting Ram Nam repeatedly, one come, repeatedly comes revelation from the life, birth death cycle. And just repeating Ram Nam, there is an immeasurable gain. When Ram Nam is proclaimed loudly, there revolves Sri Vishnu's this Sudarshan the destroy, to destroy innumerable obstacles, such as the Nam, the protector of the meek and the poor. To instruct his devotee, Sai needed no particular place or time. All instructions came from him, while waking and sitting with natural ease and clarity. Listen attentively, O listeners, to an interesting story in this connection. It will bring out Sai's kindness and all pervasiveness. Once, a great devotee while talking about somebody was drawn into entertaining uncharitable thoughts and busied himself with censuring and criticizing. The good qualities of that person were left out. Criticism began to flow out of his mouth full force. The main topic of conversation was ruined as reviling and criticism boiled over. If there is some valid reason, if somebody's conduct is reproachable, he should rather be pitied and given corrective advice directly to his face. This is a very important thing. What we do is we talk behind the back. Instead of that, why not speak in front of the person and try to correct that person. But don't try too hard. Then you will have one enemy in front of you. (laughs) So never criticize or censure anyone. It's something everyone knows. But when the tendency is not curbed, it cannot be contained in the heart. It then arises to the throat and from the throat to the tip of the tongue and then slowly to the lips from where it flows out happily. In all the three worlds, there is no greater benefactor than the critic. He confers the highest benefit on him whom he criticizes. <laughs> Can you imagine that somebody was criticizing you? Why are you wearing like this? What is this? What is that? And imagine that. So that criticism you should see from the proper perspective. 
Some remove the impurities of the dirt by using Rita. Some by soap and some other by means of pure clean water. But the critics remove it with their tongues. They put on with their own mental degradation for benefiting others. Truly it is indescribable is the great obligation. The critics are undoubtedly deserving the highest praise. They won at every step under the guise of criticism. They let us know our faults and thus avert numerous disasters in the future. Oh, how can I praise the generosity enough? I prostrate myself in obeisance before the gathering of critics whose greatness has been described in so many ways by the sadhus and the saints. The listeners were disgusted to see all this. The critic then set up towards the stream of morning ablutions. People were already going to the mass for Baba's darshan. Baba had complete intuitive knowledge of everything and would timely advise to his devotees. Now listen to the incident that he brought about later on. Baba inquired about that devotee, the critic, when he was going to the Lindy Bhag with his devotees. They asked him that he had gone to the stream for morning ablutions. After com- completing the routine observances, Baba returned. The devotee, that is the critic, also turned his step towards homewards from the stream. With folded hands, I now entered the listeners to listen to what happened at that time the two parties met each other. In the same place near the compound fence, a village sow, sow is a pig, female, okay, one who is having children, was feasting on a heart's content on the excrement, smacking her lips. Baba pointed out that sow with his hand. See how the tongue relishes crushing and mashing the excrement of the public. To gratify her inordinate delay of venting out to her anger on her kit and kit. He who fritters away this precious human birth which has come to him as a result of great past merits and is thus bent upon self-destruction to such a one, what happiness and peace can this shirdi give? Baba went on speaking in this manner and the devotee, the critic was stung with the quick. But he remembered that all that happened in the morning, the word smote his heart. Thus Baba instructed his devotee in different ways according to the occasion. When the significance of the precious word is carefully stored in the heart, can spiritual advancement be far behind? The adage which says, if God's grace is upon me, I shall get everything sitting where I am without lifting a finger is true, no doubt. But only for food and clothing. This is a very important line. Please understand. Food and clothing is all that you are going to get. If you think you are going to get some million dollars or a billion dollars or a trillion dollars, Forget it. The saints are not interested in giving you millions and trillions and all that. So if you go to a saint and say, you know, God, I want good salary or something like that, giving a lot of money, he's going to say, khane peene ko milega. Bas, usse jada nahi de sakte. Okay, unka bandar jo hai, khane peene ka aur kapda ke. Aur kapda bhi ek do jodi jada nahi. So don't go and ask for more. He who applies this to spiritual matters will find himself cheated out of spiritual gain altogether. As he sows, so he reaps. These are Baba's priceless words. The more one listens to Baba's words, the more they make one sway in blissful joy. And if the soil is soft with faith and devotion, the root will go deep. I am present everywhere in water, land and even on dry twig. Among men and in wilderness, in foreign lands and in my own, I pervade even the radiant sky. I am not confined to any one country. To display the misconceptions of those who pre- those who regard my presence as confined in three and a half cubits of this human frame, I have incarnated on this earth. Those who worship me day and night, single-mindedly and without any expectation, they overcome the duality and become one with me. Sweetness may depart from the jaggery, the sea from its waves, and the eyes from its sparkle, but never will my simple faithful devotee be without me. He who most certainly wants to escape the cycle of birth and death should make conscious effort 
to the to be righteous by following the shastras and should always keep his mind calm and peaceful see this is the most important thing you have to be righteous in this world follow the follow the path which leads you to god not to the devil see always in this world you should always keep yourself on the righteous path so when you want to escape from this cycle of birth and death this is the most important thing that you need to do so don't you ever forget about this uh, can i continue or should i stop over here because i think it is how many lines is it or uh, can i do it santil or should i stop over it does not matter we can continue tomorrow it's not a problem huh okay i think you will have to go to work so i'll stop over here so we'll take the questions if there's still three more pages to do so is there any question you can ask me